friends. Thanks for joining me, Pam, on Multifamily Mondays. Boy, it sure has been a while for us. We're currently in the process of moving homes, and it sure gets tough moving with two young kids. We're in the middle of escrow, and it closes in two weeks, so please send us positive thoughts and love for a successful transaction. All right, on to today's important, trendy topic. Are you thinking of using house hacking to get into real estate? I'll go through the pros and cons and give you my two cents in today's episode. So let's start with a definition first. House hacking refers to the strategy of buying a small multifamily property, living in one unit, and renting out the rest of the units to offset living costs. The property is typically a duplex, triplex, or maybe a fourplex. So here are some of the pros. Number one, you get to live in your property for cheap or rent-free. Number two, you get to make money while living there. Number three, you get someone else, aka your tenant, to pay for your mortgage. And number four, you get to build equity while living there for cheap or for free. Sounds great, right? Well, with every pro, there is a con. So let's consider some of the cons. Number one, it simply doesn't scale. What do you mean by this? I mean that if your financial or retirement goal is to become a real estate investor, your cash flow, if any, won't grow as quick as you'd like to. Most of the times you end up just breaking even, which leads to my next point, number two. Numbers simply just won't work. You'll often find that you cannot rent the extra unit for as much as you'd like to do so in order to cover your portion of the mortgage and then generate some more on top for profit. You'll most likely end up breaking even or sometimes losing a couple hundred a month because you have to pay to offset that. And to me, that's not a good way to start an investment. Never cash flow negative. Number three, emotions come into play. It's hard to stay objective and treat your property with your hard-earned cash as a business asset when you're living on site. Imagine living with strangers whom you think will take great care and love your property as much as you do. Chances are they won't see eye to eye with you all the time and you'll be emotionally invested, which could cloud your judgment on how to operate an investment property as a business. You will get too emotional, simply put. Number four, vulnerability equals high risk. Do you really want to live next to your tenants who are strangers? For example, do you want your tenants knocking on your door in the middle of the night for a repair or for a leaky toilet or faucet? Do you want to deal with complaints at times that aren't convenient for you? Sometimes you may even land a malicious tenant who may want to take advantage of your situation by making false claims and suing you. I'm not saying that becoming a multifamily investor will eradicate this type of situation, but at least you're not going to be on site dealing with them 24-7. You'll always be too lenient or too tough as a landlord living on site. So in summary, here are my two cents. Obviously, we all have different situations here, so this is just my opinion. House hacking is a solo sport because at some point you'll run out of capital to buy. You'll exhaust your credit and on top of that, run the risk of being a burnt out landlord. So the sooner you learn to work with other people's money through partnering up, the better off you'll be because multifamily investing is a team sport. Combining your financial means with trusted partners will get you bigger properties that yield bigger returns without requiring you to live with your tenants. I know we all come from different walks of life, and perhaps this may be the only way for you to set foot in the door. So if that's the case, then by all means, do so if you really need to in order to get a taste of it. But if I can impart with some advice here, I highly, highly, highly 
recommend you save your energy, your hard-earned money to partner up with the right partners for you and buy a five-plus unit property if you truly want to get into multifamily investing because the lending requirements are different and the business model runs differently. I recommend you pick a lane and become an expert in that lane. So weigh your pros and cons carefully and have multiple exit strategies in place. Have you tried house hacking or looking into other options? What type of investment did you ultimately end up choosing and why? I'd love to hear from you. Please share your stories with us. I'll share my personal story with you. I chose to buy a six-unit property as my first property in San Diego and partnered with my three engineering buddies. We've come a long way since then. We've basically come full circle. I've cashed them out. And to this day, one of them keeps reinvesting with me on other projects. The property currently provides an infinite return, which means I have no money in on that property. That doesn't mean I don't have a mortgage, but none of my money is sitting in that property. That is the best kind of deal to me. And it obviously took years of hard work to get there. So don't think it it happened overnight. And when I say we've come full circle, it's because I'm in the process of listing it right now so that I can 1031 exchange it into a larger property to generate larger returns. If you don't know what a 1031 exchange is, I'll save that for my next podcast episode and we'll go through it and talk about it at length. Or you can also check out my website. We have an upcoming webinar on this topic towards the end of April. You can find out more at www.letsgocreatewealth.com forward slash webinars. I'd like to end here with a motivational quote by Anthony Warhol. It doesn't matter how slowly you go, so long as you do not stop. I'm rooting for you. My time's up today, and I look forward to connecting with you again every other Monday. Thanks for your patience as I disappeared off the grid for a little bit with our personal home purchase. I hope you found this episode helpful and would love to know what you think. Please leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts, or you can always buy us a virtual cup of coffee where the link can be found in the description. Thanks for listening and have a wonderful rest of your day.